Hello and welcome to Mind Your Own Retirement. It's the podcast from Your Life Choices with me, John Deeks, and Leon Delaboska's on the line. And uh, Leon is the... Actually, you're, I mean, apart from the travel guy, you do so much other writing as well, don't you, Leon? Oh, yeah, I've got my um, hands in... Uh, most parts of the business, actually, John. How are you? I'm doing very well, sir. And how are you going with your with your little ones at home? Little one, yeah, it looked wonderfully. It was um, her birthday on the weekend, so we had the, the little mini sort of festival. Yay! Yeah, Third. so no, oh. yeah, she's. Um, it was a really lovely weekend. We we had a lot of fun. We, yeah. we set up a tent for her mm. in the lounge room in the big area in our lounge and put in the inflatable mattress and filled it with balloons and fairy lights and so it's a little little holiday party tent. Oh, that's fantastic. What a great anyone idea. Anyone can do that. Yeah, anyone can do that. Do that at home. Are you going a bit stir crazy because you can't travel? Uh, to be honest, I've kind of enjoyed the the isolation. It took a little bit of getting used to, but I've I've adapted. Yeah, I am uh, having to read about it all the time. It makes you want to, you know, be at all these wonderful places. Uh, look, you know, hopefully we can get out soon or sooner than later. A lot of our friends are saying, now, what's the first thing you're going to do when you can go out there and socialise and hug strangers in the street and do all that kind of stuff? Uh, a question for you, you know, without notice. Family notwithstanding, where is the first person travel writer Leon Delabosca would go? If you could go anywhere. <laughs> actually answered a survey question about this today and I said, I'm going to the pub for a cantaloupe. <laughs> but um, look, I think if, if I could go anywhere and, and, and we were sort of everywhere was, was back on the table, I would love to go to Italy. Yeah, That's where are. I'd love to go. But I think, you know, if I'm going to make a brave call, I'd say the first place we'll be able to go is New Zealand, yeah. uh, somewhere close by. Um Look, I think there's there's a bit of a movement going on at the moment called the Go Later movement. Um, you know, everyone's sort of saying, look, we will get through this. We will get over this. Travel will change. Cruising will change, definitely. Air travel will change. Look, there are going to be some changes. That, there's no doubt about that. Travel will change. So... Look, we'll adapt and we'll we'll get out there and we'll, and we'll get back out and, and see the world. The world's still there. It's all still out there outside our doors. <laughs> we're going to need money and we've got somebody coming up shortly who's going to talk about it. Yeah, well, we're going to have Matthew Gatt come in uh, today to talk with you. Uh, he is the general manager of Home Loans. He does a, a ratecomparison.com.au and he's going to come in and talk about if it's ever too late to get a better deal on your mortgage and, and, and sort of different ways that you could use your existing equity to um, fund your retirement. We're also going to be talking of travel speaking with uh, Peter Douglas from Globus, and we've spoken to the team from Globus in the past. It must be very hard for the travel industry at the moment. Um, obviously, it is. Oh, it is. Look, it's safe to say that travel is in another world of its own. Mm. This is all unprecedented. This has never happened before in the current climate, the way that travel is today. Obviously, we've had things that have happened in the past that have affected travel. I mean, we remember how 9-11 affected travel. We all thought, you know, we'll never be able to fly again without sort of, you know, being patted down through every day. We adapted. We'll adapt too. We're going to talk to Peter Douglas today from the Globus family of brands. And Globus is Globus. It's Avalon Waterways, Monograms, a whole, a whole range of travel um, brands, and he's going to come out and talk to us about how they're adapting to these times and how they can sort of assure our members that um, they'll be safe when, when they are ready to travel. And a bit later on, we'll be speaking with Meredith Makem, who's the Chief Medical Advisor to the Australian Digital Health Agency. Uh, what will we be talking to Meredith about? 
Well, Meredith's going to come in and talk to us about electronic prescriptions. It's something that's been on the cards for a while, but and probably another silver lining of the pandemic, if we can call it that. Um, we've got to look for them, that's for sure. Mm. Um, where people will be able to, you know, um, organise prescriptions online rather than having to go in and, and, and speak, you know, face-to-face with a doctor. Um, she's also going to talk about how advanced care plans and your medications can be made available to the My Health Record and how that sort of helped people through the bushfire crisis and is helping people through this pandemic. Leon, thank you for uh, coming online. We know that you're very, very busy at home, of course, for your life choices, and uh, we'll get to see you live in the studio soon, I hope. I hope so, John. Always good to speak to you and and, um, enjoy uh, taking the reins today. You're doing a great job. Be well and be safe, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks, John. Welcome back to our webcast of uh, From Your Life Choices, Mind Your Own Retirement. And our first guest, as mentioned by Leon, is in fact Mr. Matthew Gatt, General Manager, Home Loans uh, Comparisons. And uh, you really are the rate comparison man, aren't you? Uh, oh, well, I guess so. Yeah, I think <laughs> I probably don't see it that way. We've got we've got a, a very strong team that, that, that support me. So, um, yeah, no, uh, manage the business at the moment. We're, we're in a bit of a growth phase. So the, well, great. I would say this growth phase would be uh, going gangbusters at the moment because people are having issues with their loans. People are wondering, you know, the bank's going to, you know, do me in. The banks are trying to be very nice at this time. Yeah. Are showing yeah. their warm, friendly face. I'm thinking 12 months down the track, uh, is it going to be still warm and cuddly and fuzzy from the banks, do you think, or will yeah, they start Yeah, well, I, I guess, uh, you know, history would show that uh, they, they tend to move in phases um, and particularly coming out of a, a royal uh, commission are, and yeah. so forth, you know, it's a, it's a great uh, opportunity for them to show that they've potentially changed their colours. And I think they are doing a good job at the moment in in supporting the community in a, in a really difficult time and a really challenging time. Um, so, you know, credit where it's due. I think mm. that they're doing a good job at the moment. So is it... Uh, too late to uh, to get a better deal on your mortgage if you, in fact, uh, do have a mortgage on your property? Absolutely not. Uh, so I think uh, recently we've had a number of uh, interest rate drops, which has created a lot of competition in the market again, as it does at, at, during these times. Um, so it's definitely a really, really good time to, to look and reconsider your options. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when, when you take out a mortgage, quite often you can get into a mode of set and forget. Yeah, um, yeah, and and we don't necessarily realise as consumers how how uh, rapidly the market changes, and we're in you know record low interest rate environment at the moment. So there's some really competitive offers out in the market. So it's absolutely worth everybody's while in in comparing what they currently have against what's out in the market. And, you know, there's a number of ways that they can do that, but um, there's definitely value in doing that. We have uh, clearly challenging times ahead. Uh, Not only Josh Frydenberg, but uh, our premiers in all the states have had their money men coming out going, this is going to be tough. Yep. So how will that reflect upon people's borrowings? Yeah, so the, it is challenging. You know, we've seen a lot of uh, high unemployment at the moment that's impacting people's ability to obtain finance. So there's challenges involved in the current market at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think the, the advantage of dealing with a mortgage broker and a mortgage broker business is uh, the relationship that you build with that broker is over a, an extended period of time as well. So although you're going through a challenging time at the moment or, you know, some consumers are at the moment, We'll find ways that over the period of three, six, 12 months that we can build you up into a position where, where you're in a stronger financial position. This will pass. Things will improve in the future. Um, and it's really important to sort of get started now so that when, when we are in a position where the market returns back to you know where we were 
a few just a few months ago um, that, that you're ready to go and, and you know you're firing. So there's always someone to talk to. I think so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, the the uh, mortgage breaking market in general is very uh, customer focused. So just because there's challenging times at the moment, we will come through this. We'll come through it together. And I think it's uh, really important to to make sure that you're prepared for that. Uh, Matthew Gatt, our guest right now from uh, the general manager of uh, ratecomparison.com.au. Let me paint you a scenario. You have a son who owns a flat yep. and the folks who are renting that flat don't have any work. Yep. They can't pay the rent. The son has uh, a loan on it. Yep. Can he negotiate with the bank, with his lender yep. to get a better rate because of that? Uh, so not necessarily a better rate, but what, what they can do is uh, look at repayment holidays and, and repayment breaks so that it gives uh, you know, the son an opportunity to uh, improve their cash flow at the time where, where uh, they may be cash strapped at the time. Um, I know there's rent relief coming yeah. through, but all of this does take a while to come down the chain. It does, yeah. So you can talk to your existing lenders to get um, assistance with your existing mortgage and your repayments. Um, as far as interest rate, it's you can definitely have that conversation with them. The, the, comp the competition is quite high at the moment, particularly with a, a low interest rate environment. So it's always worthwhile, whether it's now or in any type of uh, market environment, to give your bank a call and ask what, what offer they can do for you, particularly if you've held your mortgage with them for a, a number of years. Uh, it, yeah, there. exactly. That's right. If people want to know more for your site, where do they go? Uh, so ratecomparison.com.au is our website um, and we've got a team of mortgage brokers across the country uh, to assist with um, a range of different scenarios. And, and I guess and it's changing all the time, which is why we need people like you who are across all of it, like in the travel industry where they're looking yep. at different fares <laughs> that were available back in the day. Yep. Yep. You are very relevant as far as… Absolutely, yeah. And I, I, again, I think the advantage is uh, lenders are changing products, pricing and policy almost on a weekly basis. So things are changing so rapidly at the moment. Um, again, particularly in a post-Royal Commission environment, uh, you know, the, the, the um, application process today is very different to what it was six to 12 months ago. So uh, having somebody in your corner that's actually guiding you through that process is critically important. Is it going to cost me if I call you? No, not at all. Uh, so uh, on a broker model, we get paid by the lender uh, ah. that you choose to to go through with. Um, so there's no fee to the customer at all and it actually doesn't impact your, your rate with the lender either. Ratecomparison.com.au, the place you should go. Uh, Matthew Gatt, uh, the general manager of, uh, of home loans at uh, ratecomparison.com.au. Thank you for giving up your time. We live in interesting times. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll get through it though. We will. Thank you so much indeed for <laughs> your time. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. Matthew Gatt, we'll be back with more in a moment. All right, it's time to go travelling. Oh, if only we could do travelling. It's starting to ease a little bit. By gosh, do we want to go away? Peter Douglas is the head of sales for Australia for Globus, the family brands, adapting to the market changing in these very difficult times. Peter, hello to you. Hello, John. How are you? Uh, you would never have thought in your working career you'd be faced with a time like this. Not at all. I'm sitting in my backyard for this interview, so yeah, <laughs> it's quite different. Uh, for a man who yeah. travels uh, as much as you would travel as uh, being uh, the head of sales for the Globus family of, uh, of brands in Australasia, uh, it, this must be a tough time for a lot of your team. 
it is. It's, it's a it's a real adjustment for the team. Um, we're having to, to do things a little bit differently than we normally do. But I think on the whole, we're adapting quite well. We, we decided very early on uh, that these travel restrictions could be really widespread around the world. And um, and that was some huge considerations that we had to make. We, we uh, are all working remotely now. That's the whole office uh, around the country um, is, is working from home. So that, that's brought a whole new, lot of new challenges. But uh, we're up for that challenge. And, you know, we're, we're catching up with each other, whether it's on Zoom or Teams or Skype or on the, just on the telephone. Uh, we're keeping in contact with everybody. So spirits are still very good at the Globus family of brands. Globus obviously is very strong because you do have many brands. Who do you see going forward as not surviving within the travel industry? Look, I think that we're a very established company. Uh, we've been around for, for 92 years and, you know, we've been taking exceptional care of our guests for, for all of that time, you know, for amazing travel, uh, easy and stress-free holidays. I think, you know, the, the ones that are going to survive are those trusted and trustworthy uh, companies. Mm. Um, you know, we, we really pride ourselves on the fact that we, we are safe, uh, we're secure, and we're very solvent. Um, and that's from that 92-year-old that history that we do have. Yeah. Peter, how do you think uh, the cruising industry will recover? Because they've been hit pretty hard. I mean, before it was uh, people getting funny tummies every now and again, but now we've seen such tremendous amount of coverage of, uh, of you know, vessels actually, you know, in, in great strife. I see the cruising industry and that's ocean cruising bouncing back eventually. I know that they'll go through some, some very tough times, but... Uh, you know, it's, it's a product that people really want to experience. And I think given time, and I'm sure that those companies will put in place measures that will make sure that guests are, are looked after. And that's, that's the main thing, is just is making sure that your guests are looked after and, and that they're safe. And there's too many people that love ocean cruising uh, that, um, you know, will want to do it in the future. Um, the Globus family of brands, we don't do ocean cruising, we do river cruising. A, a, like the Avalon Waterway is a good example? That's right, yeah, Avalon Waterways, and predominantly our product is on the European rivers. Mm. And, you know, really a, a river cruise, I suppose, is very different to an ocean cruise. It, it's like a, um, it's very land-based, and that might sound a bit odd, but every day you're actually off the ship, you're walking around exploring different towns and villages, sure. and you can always see the land as well. So it's quite a quite a different experience, and also, you know, our biggest boats only have, uh, or ships, I should say, only have 166 passengers. Wow! And you've got some some new vessels or n- new craft that are travelling those waterways too. Yes, we we're, we're always uh, implementing new and modern uh, craft to, to go on those rivers, and it's a very uh, consistent, very luxurious fleet that we have uh, on Europe and also in Southeast Asia. Um, so we're we're introducing new ones all the time. Are people forward booking into 2021 and beyond? What we're finding at the moment, and this, this is what we've been working on as a company, is our travel plans for 2020 have been disrupted. Um, so we made the decision very early to stop all of our departures. And at the, at the moment, we've, we've stopped all departures on Globus, Cosmos, Avalon and Monograms up to the end of June. And so what we're, we're doing is working with our partners, that's our customers and that's also our trade partners, to, to try and get people to, to move to 2021 or 2022 rather than cancel their holiday 
So that's what we're seeing more of is movement from you know, bookings that were going to depart up until the end of June. They're now uh, transferring in big numbers over to 21, which is which is really encouraging. Um, so, yeah, but as far as new bookings go, we're not seeing a lot of those at the moment. What advice would you give, Peter Douglas, to travellers who can't travel during this downtime? Keep looking at your slides. <laughs> yeah, if you've got slides still, absolutely pull them out and bore everybody hang on, with it's them. It's upside down. I'll tell you, hang on. <laughs> it's sideways. Yeah, it's sideways. Everyone's craning their heads. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, look, look, I think at the moment, you know, dreaming doesn't stop. Australians, we, we love to travel across all age groups. And, you know, we, we can keep dreaming during this time. You know, you know, physically, we can't go to those far off destinations, but, you know, our mind can still wander and, and think about those places that we'd like to travel to or we've already been to. And we've actually put a, together a, a really nice video uh, for social media, and it's oh. called Dreaming Doesn't Stop. Oh, where, where, where can you get that? You can go straight to our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, that's our Globus Facebook page, and, and you'll find it on there. And people are making lots of comments about it. We've asked people to make comments, and it's been, been massive, the response. And people are, are sharing some amazing photos, and they're also sharing uh, some of the, the, you know, the experiences they've had in the past too. So it's really worth checking out. So go to the Facebook page for Globus. Globus. All right, do that. We'll make sure we put it up onto our Your Life Choices website as well, Peter, so everyone can, can make, make sure that they go to it. And uh, I'll get the slides out right now and uh, we'll set up and have a nice day. <laughs> Take care, Peter. You too, John. Bye-bye Thank now. You. Bye-bye. Your Life Choices, me, John Deeks, very happy to have your company on Mind Your Own Retirement and very happy to be speaking to Professor Meredith Makem, the Chief Medical Advisor to the Australian Digital Health Agency, the system operator of the My Health Record platform. No one better suited to explain how My Health Record works and how it could benefit you being part of the system. Meredith, welcome. Thank you very much, John. Pleasure to be with you today. With uh, so much talk of uh, technology across this crazy COVID-19 time, uh, something like My Health Record is even more important. Oh, I couldn't agree more, John. It really is. And speaking with my GP hat on, I practice in Sydney as a GP as well. Mm. Uh, it's really coming into its own now. The, the value and the benefit we get out of being able to use digital technology to support the way we're caring for our patients, particularly in this time where we're trying to use telehealth and all of the things that go with that. So there's a lot of things that our digital infrastructure in the country, like the My Health Record system, like something called electronic prescribing that's about to come yeah, out. Tell me about, the, tell me about that. As, as, a, as a GP as well, um, electronic prescription. So I have thyroxin and a few other odds and sods. So does that mean I can just get my doctor to prescribe it to me electronically? Yes, yes, it, there's going to be a way for your doctors if they've got the right system in their practice, and that's probably going to be about 80% of the community of pharmacists and GPs by roughly the end of May. There's going to be a way for them to have a phone consultation or a video consultation with you, uh, write a prescription for you as they normally would, and then that prescription will come to you uh, on your mobile phone in a form that we call a token, kind of like one of those QR codes that you've seen that people scan for things. And that's got 
all the information about your prescription in it. Oh. You share that with your pharmacist. There's a way for that to get to your pharmacist while you're still at home. And then the pharmacist can dispense that medicine and have it delivered to you at home. So we're trying to come up with these new digital solutions that mean that we can support people who need to stay in their homes and remain in the social isolation measures that we've got put in place at the moment. We want to make sure that people, particularly older people, don't need to leave home if at all possible and go into a practice. If things can be done like this using telehealth and electronic prescribing. And of course, the My Health Record System, which is a great source of information for GPs to look at as well and get a wealth of valuable information about you from. For those who aren't aware of the My Health Record platform, explain it to us and uh, as if we've come from another planet. Sure, sure, sure. So look, My Health Record, think of it like a secure online, a little bit like a bank account if you like, but basically an account for you that uh, has all of your key summary health information flowing into it. You can see it on your mobile phone. You log into it through the MyGov system and you can look at your own My Health record and you can decide what you want in there and who can see it. But basically, uh, we set that platform up for all Australians who wanted one and there's about twenty, close to 23 million Australians who have a My Health record today. And it is there to collect all that medicine, allergy, discharge summary, uh, pathology, imaging, all that sort of key information into one place for you. And then the people who are trying to provide you with healthcare, your GPs and people in emergency departments and specialists and other people, can all look at that one source of information and all be looking at the same information so that they're less likely to you know, make mistakes or miss key things about medicines that you're on. And that's really, really important. Absolutely. Yeah. Back in the day, or and people still do have those things around their wrist, which might indicate their they have blood issues, or it's got their blood types in it. And so many people don't even know their own blood type. But uh, if I was taken to emergency and I couldn't tell them that I have a MyGov, do they look at my name and then check it out, and then they have access to my information, or does somebody have to give them authority? No, look, in, a, in an emergency situation, uh, doctors and nurses who are working in emergency departments and trying to look after someone, if they can't communicate with you, mm. they can look at the My Health Record through their securely connected hospital system. Ah. Um, it, it, it's all set up so that it's very secure and they can only look at the patient that they're looking after and uh, there's a lot of checks in place and security layers protecting our information and the way this system operates. But essentially, you can actually share that information with any clinician that you see who's got a securely connected system and can look at the My Health record. You, of course, can see it yourself from your mobile phone. And you can also, if you if you are in an emergency situation, those people in the emergency department can look at the My Health record through their securely connected systems too. And look, where it really comes into to a, a very important role to play is when we have a national crisis. So, mm. you know, for example, when we had the floods in far north Queensland, when we had uh, the bushfires recently, um, you know, the local pharmacist down there who I've spoken to in Hustis and Paul Smith, his name, he absolutely loved the My Health Record system because people who were cut off from their normal 
uh, regular home practices and pharmacies and perhaps were there on holidays and cut off in an emergency situation in the bushfires, he was able to look at my health records through his securely connected pharmacy system and see what medicines those people were on and provide them with that medication. So it was really, really important um, to, to support people during that crisis. And now while we're all in this situation where we're doing telehealth and video consultations and phone consultations and people want to use online information like this, my health record will also have a role to play in providing important information like your medicines and your allergies and that sort of thing. And by the way, you can put information in there yourself as well. So if you open up your My Health Record on through the MyGov website, you can enter your own medicine and allergy information in there. And then if a, a doctor that you haven't met before potentially has a consultation with you, they'll be able to open it up and see your medicine and allergy information as well as all the stuff that flows in from pharmacies and hospitals and other connected systems. So it's, it's really worth having a look at and, and very easy to um, open a record up if you did opt out um, and you want to have one now. We're seeing a lot of people opting back into the well, system now, actually. I know that um, Meredith, Your Life Choice members rate their health as the number one priority, of course, as we all should, but as you get older, it becomes even more important. How do I know that I have got a My Health Records um, information already there? Right. Well, look, if you didn't opt out, so if you recall uh, a couple of years ago, oh, we went yeah. through a period where you could opt, you could tell the government that you didn't want a My Health record, and we called that the opt-out mm-hmm. um, period. And then if you didn't tell the government you didn't want a record, a record was created for you, and that was just a little over a year ago now. So uh, the, the record itself, think of it like an empty bank account, if you like. So when we first create these records, um, that they won't have information in them until you start visiting healthcare providers that are connected and the information flows Do, in. Is, is my doctor, up when he sits in front of the computer and, um, mm. you know, a lot yep. and uh, while he's yep. talking to me, is that, what he's, is that what's happening? Is he looking at my health records? He could be. He could be. And I, I, I must say a lot of people... Um, get annoyed about their doctors looking more at their computers than at them. And <laughs> we, we try really hard as GPs to make sure the computer doesn't get between yeah, us and our patients. Yeah. But, but look, yes, <laughs> we all have on our on our general practice computer system a button that we can press that says My Health Record. And that opens up your My Health Record if you have one. And so then that, I can that see interface, information that's in there. That sort of interface with the information that he has within the practice? Yes, yes. Yes, so so that's a, and what we what we do is if people uh, would like a summary of their medicines and allergies and diagnoses, so that's the key summary document that GPs can put up there. So when I see a patient who um, might have some chronic conditions or a number of medicines, and and I just want to make sure they've got a record there. Very very helpful, by the way, for us. People are, you know, perhaps retired and travelling and mm, they might mm. be concerned about it, having to see a doctor in another state from sure. where they actually live. Not right now, obviously. We're yeah. not travelling around during COVID-19 times. But, look, it's a useful summary. It's something called a shared health summary. And your GP can make that pretty quickly and easily by clicking a couple of buttons on their system. And then that goes up into my health record and you can see it as well. And it's got your medicines, allergies and key diagnoses listed on it. It's called a shared health summary. Uh, Meredith, thank you so much for giving up some time today because 
this and you, all, all the other healthcare workers, we just, uh, you know, we just say thank you so much because you're putting yourself on the line for, for all of us. And certainly people do get onto myhealthrecord.gov.au, talk to your GP about it as well. And um, we hope that you stay safe and have a lovely time with your children. I've, I've got four actually, John. So I'm a pretty busy lady, but uh, yes, four children, and um, they're all at school. And oh. of course, with COVID nineteen, that's an interesting time. So, well, yep. st- stay well <laughs> and look after your tribe. Thank you very much. Well, I hope you found all the information interesting in this uh, version of our Your Life Choices webcast. Mind your own retirement. Don't forget to go to yourlifechoices.com.au. Tell your friends to join up as well. There are so many members who are receiving so many benefits. It's absolutely free to be part of it. Yourlifechoices.com.au. And we'll see you next time for our next Mind Your Own Retirement. Stay well. Stay well.